0: Welcome back to elevate inspiration for Sunday school this week. This is lesson three. We're talking about the gift of wisdom So we start out with this picture here I Like this because it it is like a present and so when you think of wisdom I want you to realize that it's actually a gift from God so as we go into the lesson Let's think about that, that God gives generously those who seek wisdom. So we all, I know I have in my wallet a rewards card. I actually have one for Walgreens. And we all have rewards cards, either in our wallet, our purse, or even on our keychain. What are some of the advantages you receive when you have that rewards card? You get discounts, bonus points, rebates, other perks from having that award card and actually using it. So Solomon speaks of wisdom as offering even a greater reward. And that's what we're going to be studying today is the value of wisdom. So the first outline is Proverbs 8 and 8 through 14. I'm going to ask you to pause at this moment and just read these verses. And if you notice here, the writer Solomon treats wisdom with a personality. It personifies wisdom. It gives it more of a feminine personification. And if you notice, he starts in verse eight. All the words, my mouth of righteousness, there is nothing forward or perverse in them. They are all plain. They are all plain to him that understandeth and write to them that findeth knowledge. Now, I want you to focus on verses 10 and 11. Receive my instruction, not silver, and knowledge rather than choice gold. For wisdom is better than rubies, and all the things that may be desired are not to be compared to it. So basically, what it's saying is that if you get this person called wisdom, It is better than seeking silver and gold and rubies wisdom has more value than the prosperity that we can get into this world prosperity power prestige and possessions is very little when it compared to the worth of wisdom and that's what this that's what proverbs solomon is trying to explain to us here so the next outline is the wisdom of wealth, correction, wisdom's wealth. So if you look at it, verse 14 talks about the promise to seekers in verse 18 through 21 is providing real treasure. And I want you to focus on those last two verses there. If you look at. Where he starts out saying in the 17th verse. I love them that love me and those that seek me early shall find me Riches and honor are with me yet doable riches and righteousness and my fruit is better than gold So so we get it. We realize that wisdom is better than the riches that you can get of this world however, if you focus your attention on verse 20 and 21 again, I talking about wisdom lead the way of righteousness in the midst of path in the midst of the path of judgment and Then the last verse that I may cause those that love me to inherit substance and I will feel I Will feel their treasures. So basically it describes wisdom and if you notice wealth is not needed to live a life of blessing and peace and joy but if you get wisdom then you're going to be able to get the treasures of life but you got to seek wisdom first and if you seek wisdom then the aftermath of wisdom is going to come treasures that's really interesting the way he puts that don't seek the treasures Seek wisdom and then the treasures will flow with it. So think about this for this question. If you suddenly had doubt, if you suddenly suddenly had double the amount of godly wisdom you have now. What would neighbors notice different about the way you live? So if you double the amount of wisdom that you have. What would be different about you? How will you what would you be willing to give up in order to make time to devote to wisdom doubling? Those are good questions. If we realize that wisdom will eventually give us the treasures of this life. And if you get double wisdom, what will that look like in your life? I think about Elijah. And Elisha, Elisha asked for a double portion of what Elijah had. And if you think about it, if you really study those scriptures, you'll see that Elisha did more than what Elijah did. And Elijah was taken to be with God. He didn't even die. A chariot, um, it says whirlwind, came. After the chariot of fire came through and separated them, a whirlwind took Elijah up into heaven. but Elisha received a double portion. Jesus says it so much better in Matthew sixteen and twenty six What is it? what is a man profiteth if he shall gain the whole world and lose his own soul? So what profit does he? And of course, that implies nothing. If you gain all of the material wealth and if you lose your soul, what profit is? It? To gain all of the world has to offer at a loss of wisdom. It results in tragedy. So the teaching is consistent with wisdom plea to choose her above any form of material wealth. So we show that we value most by where we spend our time. If you spend your time, most of the time doing whatever thing is what you value the most. So here, how much time is spent acquiring wealth or enjoying those things that money can buy? And how much of your time is spent acquiring wisdom? So I end with this thought to remember. Before wisdom gifts can be opened and treasured, they must be sought. Let me say that again. Before wisdom and gift can be opened and treasured, they must be sought. See you in Sunday School.